The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. A man is found crucified in South Korea. Is it murder or suicide? And does the all-seeing eye on the back of the dollar bill... Really, is it really a butthole today on Dead Rabbit Radio? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. Hope you're having a great day. I'm having a great day. It's 107. I think this might be a record for Hood River. Um, It says on my phone, it only feels like 101, so I guess that's some sort of solace. Um, but I disagree. It, I don't know if it necessarily feels like 107, but it's just a little more humid up here than, you know, other places I've been in that have been this hot. What's up with this heat wave? It's driving me nuts. The only good thing I, I like about the heat wave is it means we're going to have a very mild winter, and I hate the snow. So I'm totally fine with there being a mild winter. A winter. I'm totally good with that. So last night, the play wrapped up. I've talked about being in it before. Uh, we just got done with another play. We were doing Spoon River Anthology. It's actually kind of interesting. I might go back and read it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I see. I technically, when I'm doing a play, I don't pay attention to anything else anyone's doing on stage unless it relates directly to me and my character. Just kind of a little method I have. Also uh, cuts down on people asking me for advice on how to do stuff because I just go, I don't really pay attention to what you're doing. After the end of the party, I'm I'm known for mixing my drinks, and not like in the traditional, like, a little martini, a little grenadier, stuff like that. I took, so I, we had Coca-Cola, because I was taking a break on the keto. I, we had Coca-Cola, and we had some wine, so I mixed half Coca-Cola, half house red. It was delicious. I'm not a big alcoholic. Well, I'm not a big alcoholic, but I'm not a big, I don't drink a lot of alcohol, I guess would be a better way to put it. This tastes really good. It tasted like basically cherry Coke. And I was very proud of myself. And somebody named it the Woke, you know, like wine and Coke. But um, when I woke up this morning, I'm pretty sure that's, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what Michael Jackson was giving to kids. Allegedly. Allegedly. He gave them something called Jesus Juice, which was wine served in a soda can. So provided that the soda can was completely empty when he gave them Jesus juice. I think I'm in the clear. But if you ever come across some red wine and some Coca-Cola, you know, one time I mixed, I got curious what would happen if you mixed Coca-Cola and Pepsi in together. And it tastes like RC Cola. It tastes almost identical to RC Cola. So I'm wondering if the RC Cola factory is just like two vats of coke and pepsi pouring into individual bottles i don't know but i I, you know i was funny i never thought of mixing those two before i wonder how many people have try it try mixing other drinks i i I don't know where i'm going with this so i'm just going to go ahead and jump into the first story because i think that kind of ran out of steam so a while back we did food-based conspiracies and that's when we did deep soy and fake cabbage and all of that 
And this week, I wanted to do another theme one, so I've decided to do sex-based conspiracies. Conspiracies or paranormal events that have to do with sex. And there's a lot of them, actually. We have some really good ones this week. The first one we're going to talk about is an interesting one. Apparently, let's do a quick overview. So the all-seeing eye is the pyramid, and the top has the eyeball. It's a very familiar logo if you've ever handled U.S. currency. It's supposed to be the the eye of providence, is what it's known as. People have said you know, it's a Masonic symbol. Um, it's a lot of times it's tied into the Illuminati, and it's just kind of this logo like we're always watching. People have said it's like the eye of Lucifer, or you know, it has all these negative connotations, especially when it gets tied into the Illuminati. Actually, you know. Um, I've seen kids, like little kids, hold up their hands like a triangle, and they're like, Illuminati, I'm in the Illuminati, and blah, blah, blah. And they don't know what they're doing, but it's still a little chilling, still a little creepy. But anyway, so this guy on Reddit, of all places, this was where I could find the most information on this conspiracy theory. I don't necessarily, because I found other sites that talked about it, don't think that he came up with it himself, but he's definitely put it in the most, uh, I hate to use the word logical, but the most coherent form of this conspiracy theory so the theory is if he first off starts off by saying why isn't porn why doesn't porn have the same copyright hounds that every other industry has like if i posted a video of pacific rim uprising on youtube i'm going to get hit with a dmca notice so it's basically a takedown notice saying that i've violated copyright however when we look at porn websites they it's all pirated material and he's specifically saying they'll use major pop songs in those videos. So you'll see a video, and it'll just be a compilation video of cream pies or whatever. Oh, I guess I should say this is going to be, this week's probably going to be pretty explicit episodes. They're all going to have explicit tags. You might want to wear your headphones. I probably should have said that in the beginning. But anyway, so I'll keep the cursing low, but the subject matter still still going to be kind of intense. So you're going to have a Britney Spears song set to a compilation of facials or whatever. And he's saying, why isn't the why aren't these videos being taken down by the major companies? And that that's a fair point, honestly. It's a fair point. We'll get to that. He then postulates saying that the reason why they don't get taken down by Hollywood is because Hollywood is part of this Illuminati conspiracy to degrade humanity, to make humans feel less, feel more isolated from me, from themselves, and to basically make us immoral. He then goes on to say, how come there's a bunch of straight anal porn all of a sudden? Now, if you haven't picked up by now, this guy watches a lot of porn. And I'm not just saying that as some sort of something I've picked out. He actually says that he he came to this theory, quoting him. It was something that just came out at me in a flash, in a matter of speaking, while I was watching a girl get plowed from behind by a BBC. So he's watching a ton of porn and coming up with these conspiracy theories. He's saying, why is why is straight porn so anal-specific nowadays? Why is there so much of it? And his reasoning is that the Illuminati and the Freemasons, and they're kind of one and the same in, in his view, they want to break down humanity and make us debase and immoral people. And the whole idea of the Freemasons is to mock religion to mock God. And his 
kind of overall point is if you if the pyramid if the all-seeing eye is supposed to be a replacement for god it's supposed to be a parody of religious symbols then maybe the pyramid is a parody of itself meaning that it's not a pyramid it's actually a it's the backside of a vagina between the legs with the anus perched atop as the eye of providence and those are his exact words so basically we're not looking at the all-seeing eye we're looking at this butthole now i know you're thinking jason this is just one lunatic online why are you why are you doing a segment on this guy well what was funny is he's not it's not just him there's other people who believe this stuff so this other article they're talking about something called um an this is talking about like egyptian mythology egyptian iconography and they go in to say that the an represents the anus which is obviously associated with darkness things done in darkness and the darkness in the bowels of office sorry and the darkness in the bowels of the orifice of purgate purgation purgation so this isn't just this guy like there people are making this connection that the all cni is actually supposed to be i have to say i've looked at a lot of buttholes today researching these articles there's a lot of pictures of buttholes so all the links are going to be non-safe for work the thing is is like i know what a butthole looks like you don't have to do put a close-up picture of it on your website if you're trying to convince me that first off it makes me less likely of the argument because there's nothing that looks less than a human eye than a butthole the only thing they have in common is they're both circles that's ridiculous, but you're going to look at a lot of buttholes if you click on the links. I, I probably should have said that in the beginning, too. So, is the all-seeing eye representative of the human butthole? Now, he goes on, the, the guy who wrote the Reddit article, he starts connecting this more, saying that, you know, the Freemasons have connections to North Norse mythology and that Odin is often seen carrying a giant dildo around, which I miss that in the Thor movies, but Odin is represented carrying a giant dildo around that he penetrates himself with, and, and, he thought it stopped there, no. Witches and broomsticks, the broomsticks were dildos. They weren't like broomsticks that they flow around on, they were dildos that they masturbated with as they thought of Satan. And, little known fact, the Nazis have taken over the planet since September 11, 2001, and they are using the power of the butthole to control us all. All of that stuff, according to this guy, is absolutely true. Now, the thing that I, the trouble I usually have with conspiracy theories is they do tend to cast a wide net. He would have done a much better job, these people would have done a much better job convincing me. And like I said, I go into all these conspiracy theories with the hypothesis that they are true. If he said the, the butthole, the all-seeing eye is really human butthole, and it's because the Masons came up with it, and the Masons love butt sex, and they have gay sex all the time or something like that, and they kept it there, I would still think it was a little ridiculous, but when you try to tie it into witches and Nazis and North, North mythology and Egyptians and 9-11 and all this stuff, it just totally ruins the point. And when you tell me you came up with this theory while watching interracial anal porn... And then he brags also that he never pays for porn. Oh, and to go back to the copyright thing, there are entire companies dedicated to shutting down pirated and copyrighted porn. So his his idea that none of it is ever none of it is ever taken down because the Illuminati is controlling the porn industry, it's not true. There are companies that porn and porn companies and anyone can hire 
to go into these websites and give them DMCA's. The problem is, is that when you take a video down, someone else just uploads it. There is huge money behind porn. And I go back to the point I've made a couple times on the show. Stop watching porn. It's just not healthy for you. I don't care about the moral issues behind it because that, that may not affect you. It actually physically affects your body. You watch a lot of porn, it makes you impotent. You stop watching porn, you will stop being impotent. That's steady after steady after steady have shown that. It causes erectile dysfunction in men. Stop watching porn. It also causes you to come up with crazy conspiracy theories. But again, I'm going to circle back one more time. Is it possible that the all-seeing eye is representative of something other than the all-seeing eye? Sure, why not? It's a it's a icon. Is it possible that it represents a butthole? You know what? Honestly, this is one of those things that if it's either or, if somebody was able to provide me more coherent proof that wasn't brought up while they were watching porn, and they go, no, we actually, like, if you look at the early text, the people who came up with it thought it would be funny, or no, it is like this esoteric symbol that the eye represents both what sees and what leaves the body, I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. As it stands now, I think this guy's just kind of nuts, but you know, it's one of those things that, and again, either way, it wouldn't really have any bearing on my life. Whether I, I would laugh every time I handed someone a bit dollar bill who thought of it. But yeah, it's one of those weird conspiracies that it's po- it's possible, I guess. It's highly unlikely, but it's possible. There's other stuff that we've covered that I'm like, no, that absolutely didn't happen. There's proof that it didn't happen. But this is one of those ones that, I mean... You get a bunch of guys together and they start designing stuff. Maybe they do decide to have a laugh. Now, what the what the all-seeing eye is supposed to represent... They always talk about the, the eye of providence. You'll hear that referred to in conspiracy circles, or the all-seeing eye. It's considered the all-seeing eye of God. It's supposed to be the, the eye of God watching over humanity. That's why it's called providence. Like It's this divine providence. So, I mean, it is an old symbol. I don't think it was supposed to be a butthole. I think it's easy if you stare at something long enough or if you watch enough porn and you're thinking about it and you're seeing all these buttholes clench in front of you and they look like they're winking. And I'm not a big fan of anal anyways, but, you know, it looks like it's winking. It makes you think it's an eye, whatever. I I think that the gentleman who wrote the first off, I think he needs to stop watching porn. So no, I don't think that the eye of providence is a butthole. I think that kind of went without saying. I I do think that like he can weave an interesting story, and maybe he should use maybe he should stop watching porn and and write. I mean like he could write basically say National Treasure meets you know like Filthy Facials Volume Seven, and have kind of this hero going on this quest to unearth this orgy Freemason group that's drawing these images in our money that makes us want to have butt sex with each other. Someone would buy that. I think that'd be an interesting story. A bunch of Freemasons running around, banging each other, drawing buttholes everywhere. They have to follow the clues. They're looking at, like, the Constitution, and they blurk out every other word, and it gives you a web address that's on um, X-Hamster. The, um, you go to, you go to the, <laughs> you go to Mount Rushmore, and... Like, if you come on the four faces in the right order, like, this vault opens up, and it's full of these... It's full... It has Odin's dildo in there. I mean, you know, he could come up with these great scenarios. Just you, using this core idea, maybe he actually has something. But no, the Eye of the Providence... The Eye of Providence is not a butthole. I'm glad I was able to finally put that at rest. That was actually one on the conspiracy list as well. So, like I said, there's a lot of weird stuff on there. 
but we that one's done. It's settled. Unless more information pops up, which it probably won't, but in, but in case it does. The next story is really bizarre, and it's one that I came across years and years ago. And it's funny because I used to just research weird events, and then I'd, you know, find, I'd get books, I'd read websites, and I'd kind of bookmark stuff. And I that was just kind of it. I would just research it and then call it a day. And as I started doing this podcast, I've been going back through some of my old bookmarks. I came across this story, and it still surprised me. I was still like, that's absolutely impossible. So this story's back from 2011. So it's, you know, quite old, you know, news-wise. So in South Korea, I found this man crucified. And crucified in the traditional way. His feet were nailed to the, to the bottom of the cross. His hands were nailed to the cross. He had a rope around his neck, and he had a mirror. Oh, and he had a crown of thorns, just like Jesus, you know, Jesus did in the imagery. He had a crown of thorns on. He had a stab wound in his stomach, where the Romans stabbed Jesus. And there was a mirror in front of his face. Oh, and there was two smaller crosses on the side. Those were empty. But anyway, so some guy finds it, and... He goes back, he hoofs off, calls the cops. The cops show up and they're looking around and they see all this stuff. They're like, okay, yeah, there's his feet, you know, nailed to that and the stab wound. And the mirror was in his face so he could look at his own suffering. And I'm reading this, I remember reading the article years ago and being like, oh man, that's super brutal. And then I was reading it again last week and I'm like, oh man, that's awful. Like, was it like a drug deal gone wrong? Was it like some sort of mafia, Asian mafia, sending a message. You get to the last sentence in the article, it says, police still aren't sure if this case was a homicide or a suicide. And I'm like, what are you, what are you, how do you crucify yourself? How do you commit suicide via crucifixion? I know there's some crazy ways you can kill yourself, but that's... Wait for that dog to pass. I must have psychic powers right when I said that. Oh, well, maybe I don't. That's the way people usually come up. They say they have psychic powers. They just think something and something happens, and then they're like, I'm gifted. Anyways, so... It's 107. I can't shut the windows. That's the problem. But I'm not going to worry about it. He's a happy little puppy. He, He can bark all he wants. I don't care. Anyway, so... I read this article and I was like, okay, this happened in 2011. They have to have some sort of resolution to this by now. And the cops did finally rule he killed himself. And they actually had to put on a presentation to prove, because no one would believe. How do you kill yourself via crucifixion? So the police reenacted it. Listen to what this guy did. So apparently he was this hyper-religious guy. And before he ended up in the quarry, where they found the crucifix, he had emptied his bank account. He had planned. They found notes about his crucifixion. He canceled his mobile phone contract, according to this. Now, of course, you could always say someone made him all do that to kill him and, and all that stuff. But the cops were actually able to figure out how he did this. So they said that and this might sound a little extreme and go, well, that sounds ridiculous. But this is the cop's hypothesis. So he nailed his own feet to the cross first. Okay. Then he lifted his back up and put the rope, the rope is hanging off the cross already. He put his head in the rope. Now, that's, Jesus didn't die, have a rope around his neck. 
but it takes quite a few quite a few days to actually die of crucifixion. I think he's just speeding that process up. Anyways, then he stabs himself in the side. Uh, so his feet are nailed to the crucifix. He puts his head in the rope. He stabs himself in the side. Oh, man, this sucks. And then he drilled holes in his hands, and there was already nails in the cross, and he lifted his hands up and pushed the nail-like head through his hand and got them both in there and then just slumped. And they died of a combination of blood loss and suffocation. Because when, you, when you're crucified, even without the rope, you can't hold up. Jesus wasn't crucified through his hands, by the way. That's a misnomer. He was crucified through his wrists. But what happens is when you crucify people, we know that scientifically your body will slump and your head will kind of push down into your chest and you can't breathe. So you lift yourself up to get a couple more breaths, but it's you have really no upper body strength. It's not like these people are on a Schwarzenegger and they start to slump again and they start to not breathe again. You do that for about two or three days and you die. A couple hours, depending on just your lung capacity. So it's a very torturous way to die. Can you imagine back in the day, they talk about these accounts where people would travel down roads and they would just be crucified soldiers, like crucified prisoners lining the road. I mean, we complain if we go to Cancun and there's a head in the pool. Could you imagine going to Bulgaria and there's 500 people crucified and you're like, uh, this isn't where I want to be right now. That was just, and you would just be like, oh, something wants to happen here. Well, I still got to go do business in this town. You know, it's bizarre, but you just see that and you can't help them. You can't help them because then you'll end up on there. So anyways, yeah, that was a suicide, apparently. And again, it's possible that this guy was murdered and this was all an attempt to cover it up. But the neighbors were like, he was super religious. They didn't really shock anybody. He made the plans. If there's a will, there's a way. As grim as that sounds, if you want to crucify yourself, you will plan out how to. And that probably helped them, too, where they found how he planned to. They found notes on his crucifixion. The police would probably be able to go, okay, that's how he got his hands nailed into the cross. He he drilled his hands beforehand. The nails were already there, and he just hoisted it over. Ugh. You know, at some point, I'm sure he totally regretted doing that. I mean, he could have been caught up in some whole religious fear, fervor, but after, like, hour four, he may have been like, ah, I'll never see Big Bang Theory again. Well, that's going to be all we're going to have today for Dead Rabbit Radio. You can hit us up on email at deadrabbitradio at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at Jason O. Carpenter. That's the Twitter account. And then there's Facebook. It's facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. All of those ways are ways to connect to us. Our logo art is done by Ash Black. Well, I hope you, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope you learned a little bit about the Eye of Providence and buttholes in general. I probably could have done a whole thing on the science of the butthole to kind of like really get you into it. So you really knew what I was talking about, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. I think I've exceeded my orifice research for the day. We're going to keep going along with sex conspiracies for the rest of the week. We've got another couple good ones coming out. And so I hope you keep listening. We Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great day, guys. And stay cool. Please stay cool. Stay cool.